0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Fear not is the title of this devotion any of us can experience fear at times that can have interesting effects on us i for example have some kind of fear i don't know if i should call it that but if i get if i stand on the high place on the roof or something and i get close to the edge the back of my legs cramp up literally instantly They just cramp up. I can sometimes look on the TV and see somebody and have the same reaction. Now what they, I think, call that is psychosomatic. And that is as real as can be. I mean, my muscles literally cramp up and make me pull back, which is quite a strange sensation when I'm watching on the film, seeing somebody on the edge and I can feel that. And maybe that's hypersensitivity, whatever you might be, but it makes the point of an example I'm trying to show you that fear is not just psychological, it can have physical effects and it can have other kinds of issues in it. So when the Lord would say to you, fear not, He's not saying, don't ever be afraid, but He is saying, here is the answer how to deal with your fears. When you have fear, think about this. So one of the scriptures that has helped me incredibly throughout my lifetime, I mean, for more than 45 years, this scripture has been something that lives in my heart and helps me. And I pray it, I meditate on it, I reread it again, because there's something about Seeing and reading it out loud when it's written that has an effect on us because it is alive, it's powerful. The Word of God is Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. It says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Oh, how that scripture has helped me. Because fear is something that can come completely as a surprise, uninvited, unexpected, and suddenly it can fall upon you. It talks about that in the Bible someplace that fear fell upon them. What do you do when you have fear? When you have fear somebody's gonna not be fair to you, somebody's gonna deceive you, somebody's gonna leave you. Uh, When you have fear that you're gonna get in trouble over something, what do you do? Father, 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 I thank you that you're always with me. No, Lord, I'm not giving into this dismay because you are God, you are in charge. You're almighty God and you will uphold me and strengthen me. You know, this is where we need to find our escape when fear tries to take hold of us, and not allow that fear to run its course in us, because it does not produce the kind of results we uh, we would want, I, I I really feel you have to arrest fear with the Word of God. Look at what David says in one of the Psalms that I also love deeply. I mean, this whole kind of. Um, how should I say, a uh, cycle of psalms here. Psalm 50, Psalm 51, oh, Psalm 51, 52, 53, 54, 557. Oof. Oh, I love the first two verses of Psalm 57. But I want to go with you to Psalm 56, please. And this is a psalm of David when the Philistines have captured him in Gath. Be merciful. Psalm 56, verse 1. Be merciful to me, O God, for man would swallow me up. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. My enemies would hound me all day, for there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Be merciful to me, O God, for man would swallow me up. Lord, they're trying to completely destroy me. Lord. Lord. Be merciful. In other words, help me, Lord. Now look what he says next in verse three. Whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. So I want to encourage you today. Where is it that you suffer with fear? Where is it that you're having anxiety? And, you know, when you have stress, anxiety, anxiety, it can cause your stomach to have problems because a lot of your nerves in your emotions are experienced in your stomach. That's why the spirit also comes forth out of that same area. And, and this is where the Lord wants the river of his presence to so live in you that you are not driven by anxiety and moved and act upon fears. No, no, don't let fear be your master. Don't let it dictate your choices or what you do or won't do or what you, who you will meet or who you won't meet no if i would listen to my fears i i would not i would not do things for god robert how about you come and minister to the inmates i said yeah sure i mean i'm always feel to take every opportunity to share the love of christ while on my way in the car my stomach was in a turmoil of nerves and I kept telling myself stop it your ability is not of yourself no the Lord is your ability stop it stop it (laughs) and it would not stop oh my goodness I was I was just still praying and just worshiping and I kept saying in my heart no no I will not be afraid the Lord is my ability the Lord is my strength and you go through all the security and everything and so and you come into this hall where they have this meeting every week and there come the inmates and I stood there greeting them and about 77 of them came and there was the Aryan Brotherhood coming together to kind of discuss whatever they were up to and there was all these different factions and when I greeted the men coming in they all had these orange uniforms on. This one man mocked me as he came in, in the way that he was. But I just greeted him sweetly. I said, Wow, thanks for coming today. You know, anyway, they did some singing and all that, and now here I'm coming up. Here I'm introduced and asked to come up. That same anxiety, fear, my stomach was exploding. But I've learned if I listen to it, I will not trust God and obey Him. When I am afraid, David says, I will trust in you. You know, sometimes the only way that you can keep fear from taking over, that you insist on trusting the Lord. Because the moment I got up, Jesus showed up in such power that not one prisoner moved, said a word, or did anything, and 34 of them came forward for the invitation to give their lives to Christ and to receive prayer. And the man who got zapped the hardest was the one who mocked me on the way in. He was going, oh, oh, wow, oh, wow, as the power of Jesus came all over him. It shows you what love Jesus has for people that are lost and people that are in a midst in a pickle and a mess, you know. Oh, I was overwhelmed with gratitude that I had not allowed fear to stop me from seeing Jesus show himself strong. And the scripture teaches us in 2 Chronicles 16:9 that the Father is looking through and fro by his spirit throughout all the earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose hearts are loyal to him. It doesn't mean you don't have fears. Fears can come, but they will go. But you don't have to be led by them or listen to them or obey them. No, when I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, I will praise his word. Psalm 56, verse 4. In God, I put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? I will not fear. Oh, hallelujah and he goes on and on in this incredible psalm he says when i cry out to when i cry out to you then my enemies will turn back this i know because god is for me in god i praise his word in the lord i will praise his word in god i have put my trust i will not be afraid what can men do to me oh my goodness when this shield of trust faith is like a shield the Bible says trust is like a shield by which you can quench put to not stop from any effect on you the fiery darts of the wicked one and many of the fiery darts of the wicked one have fear as one of their greatest tormentors you know fear causes torment and if you allow fear to go unchecked unresisted and unheld back, it can cause depression, it says in the book of Proverbs. And I think depression is like a prison of lowness and it's so hard to get out of it. You can, like Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16 or what Acts 19, one of those two, they were there in prison in the city of Philippi, bleeding because they had been whipped mercilessly. And they were in stocks and in chains, you know, and they could have been sitting there and go, oh, I don't know know if I should have should have come here and maybe we're in the wrong place. And how can this happen to us? And, you know, they could have been moaning, complaining, inviting torment and fear. They did the opposite. They were singing hymns to the Lord and all the prisoners were listening to them. And they were worshiping and singing and the anointing of the presence of Jesus filled that place. And there was an earthquake and every stock came loose and every chain broke loose. And the door swung open and they could have run out to freedom. They could have. You see, some people are always looking to get out. But God says, I want to show myself in the midst of all these things. Because Paul and Silas didn't run out. They stayed. And when the prison keeper woke up and realized all the prison doors were open, thinking that the prisoners had escaped, he pulled his sword to take his own life. And Paul cried out to him, do not harm yourself. We are all here. You know, sometimes fear is trying to drive you out of the place that God's given you, out of the relationship that God's entrusted to you out of the ministry that God has given you. Or, you know, I I was talking to this one pastor. He said, Pastor Robert, the Lord sent me to this city. He said, for six years, absolutely nothing we tried succeeded. Everything failed, nothing succeeded. It just, nothing happened. And I thought, okay, it's over. So I closed the church. I thought, okay, it's over. I closed the church and the Lord spoke to me and said, no, don't close the church. So I reopened the church. And it began to grow. He said, Pastor Robert, I know that I know this is not a work of man. This is a work of God. You see, all of us can go through times when it seems like there's no change, no progress no increase my father and mother started one of their many churches in the city of Gouda where I was born in the Netherlands and they had my father had obtained a little garage with a room above it mom and dad lived in that room and started to church in the garage below and for seven years it just wouldn't grow my mother said to my father John This is 1959, 1960 or so. I was born in 1960. And my mother said to my father, after seven years, John, perhaps the Lord would have us also go somewhere else. In other words, you know, shake the dust off your feet and move on when you're not received. And my father said to her, well, Willie, let's give the Lord a chance. You know, in other words, we've only been here seven years. And one of the largest congregations of a Christian church was entrusted to my father and my mother as they persevered. And you see, God would have you persevere in faith and not let fears drive you out of your promise and out of all that he has predestined you to. So let me close with you from another one of my favorite psalms. And I know some of these psalms you hear me share more than once, but they always are life, even if you've heard me share it again. This is Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. Oh, I tell you, even through your tears, you can sit before the Lord and say, Lord, I know that I am in your will. I don't understand all this, but one thing I know is that you love me and I will bless you. I will praise you and trust you, Lord, in the middle of all of this. That is such an important character to develop, that you're not just a, 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 a you know, somebody who can only be bright when the, sun, the natural sun is shining, but that you can be bright even when you're in the midst of darkness and dismay. I will bless the Lord his whole time, at all times. His praise will continuously be upon my lips. Oh, hallelujah. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. You know, we need to be an inspiration to others around us to be optimistic, to be positive when things aren't going well. I sought the Lord. He heard me, delivered me from all my fears. Oh, praise the Lord when you can seek the Lord and trust Him to deliver you from all your fears. So, one more scripture in closing. What I'm trying to say to you this morning is fear not. The Lord is with you. Don't be dismayed, He is God. He will strengthen you. He will help you. He will uphold you with his righteous right hand. Isaiah 41 verse 10. And he says, for he, God himself has said, I will not in any way fail you nor give you up nor leave you without support. I will not, I will not, I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you, nor let you down, nor relax my hold on you. Assuredly not. So, take comfort. Be encouraged and confidently and boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be seized with alarm. I will not fear or dread or be terrified. What can any man do to me? I will not be afraid. No. Come on. You know, I'm just reminded as I say this, how Paul was going to the church of Corinth, You know, he was going to the city of Corinth to preach. And when he went there, he said, you read it in 1 Corinthians, he said, I was trembling with fear. I did not come to you with persuasive words of human wisdom, but the demonstration of the power of Jesus. You know, Jesus honestly will answer the area of your questions and the answer of your concerns and the answer of your fears by causing in your weakness and timidity His strength to be made manifest and carry you through where you would know and you do know if it wasn't for the Lord, I would have been consumed alive. But the Lord is the strength of my life. Amen. Have a good day.